Start on the uh, top of Mem Amud Aleph, starting uh, two, four, six lines down. Amar of Chizka. <coughs> so the Gemara is uh, discussing what the uh, requirements of the. Until this point, the Gemara is discussing was there a tar requirement of a razor to cut the Nazir's hair at the end. Now the Gemara can discuss other qualifications for in terms of cutting by a Nazir. So Amar of Chizka. To get Malkus, you require only one. It's Ma'ake with two. Listar, Eno Soter, the Rosh. And to be Soter, you need the Rosh, Ubitar, and with the razor. So, what do these mean? So, Lilkot Ba'achat. So, Lilkot Ba'achat means that if I uh, <coughs> cut my hair, I need to get Malkus for. Cutting your hair before uh, the end of your nizirut, I mean to violate the lab in the Torah. If you cut a single hair, that's enough to create a chiyuv malchus. The akiv b'shtayim is that if <coughs> I cut my hair at the end of my nizirut, at the end of my nizirut tahara, and I shave my head, but I leave two hairs, I leave over two hairs, that is not considered as if I shaved my head at the end. So the requirement to shave one's head or to clearly uh, <coughs> clear one's head with a razor at the end of his nizirut, that is only done if you shave all your hair. Meaning that if you leave over two already, that's not considered as if you've shaved all your hair. Listor, listor means I'm going to <coughs> have to wait, meaning that we saw before what the requirements are, whether it's seven days or 30 days, or what's the requirement. But if I want to undermine my nizirut by having my hair cut, that has to be the cutting of Rov Rosho. The majority of one's head has to be cut in order to be considered that I no longer have the Se'ar Rosho or Kadosh Kadosh, that is, uh, <coughs> hair is grown out to be Kadosh. So these are three dinim that to come by nizirut. Point out here that the Francis Tosfos over here says, "Kulan hein halacha benazir shalom atinu behem tam." These are all halachas by nazir without any clear reason. So we're giving these are you know halachas that we know by nazir, but they don't necessarily have any logic associated with them. So again, to be chayv malchus, you just have to cut one hair. <coughs> to cut off uh, all your hair at the end of your nizirut for Tara to qualify for all your hair being shaved off, you have to cut off everything. And you can't leave over more than two hairs, right? Two hairs can't be left over. What? More than two? Two, even two. Can't be left over. And Lister and Asota of a Rovro Show. And if you want to be Sota in Yazirut, which we talked about previously, that has to be Rovro Show. Now, the last thing is Ubitar, and with a razor. Now, what is that razor modifying? <coughs> Excuse me, is it modifying all three sections until that point? That means the only way to get Malchus is to use a razor and cut one hair. To cut your hair at the end of the zeros, you need a razor. And to be sold there, you need a razor. I mean, it's quali- the, the word tar is modifying all three things we saw until this point. Or is tar possibly modifying a smaller amount or only one of those items? So if you look at the Tosfos Uvitar, see Tosfos Uvitar on the left side, <coughs> Venera, the parish, the Kayaresha, that this word tar is only modifying the first statement here. It's Enoloka Elevatar. They only get Malkus Batar. But it's also Soter, even if it's like a razor. So this is Tosos the Shitato. If you remember yesterday, Tosos mentioned that when the Gemara said that you are Chayev for Tar, right there he says that, <coughs> means Kain Tar, even something that is similar to a Tar. 
Right? So that <coughs> when you have a Malchus, that's when there's a tar, a requirement of tar. But even when you're soaked there, right, kinamik eno kein tar. Even if it's not kein tar. So you have a... So it doesn't seem to be a useful requirement, because you need a... The point is that you need a 30-day growth in order to get those nanoings. So what do you, you cut it with? If you cut it, you're not using a tire or something like a tire. Well, that may not be cutting your hair, that's the point. If you don't have hair, right. if somebody managed to cut it all off, so you don't have a group of hair, right. you know, you know you that is your clothes. You really do have hair. We had that yesterday with uh, Rabbi Yonatan's opinion there, right? That Kaddish, that the Ashe and Lotase only apply by a tar, by a razor. And so that's the only way it'll be soaked there. Now, the possibility is that <coughs> Stira, right, could be, and this is what Tosis is suggesting, that Stira has nothing to do with tar. Malchus is the only thing that has to do with tar, not the lav and the Ashe. But when you're talking about, like you're suggesting, Shaul, which is, I think, Tosis' position, that Stira <coughs> should not have anything to do with whether you violated the law or the essay, but the requirement to have hair. And when you don't have hair, then you can you don't have hair to shave off at the end, and therefore you'll be you'll be soaked there in his ears. You have to wait for three days for the hair to grow back. So I think that's what Tosfos is saying. <coughs> there, if you look, the rush says <coughs> the rush says I'll just read it to you. It's a one line in the rush. It says Vitar Akulukai. He says the word tar applies to all three of these. Alright? These are lachos and avatam. So the, the, the Rash believes that the word, the requirement of tar, applies all to, even to malchus, even to the stira, and even to the final cutting off. The Tosus again is what she taught yesterday, where we saw that Tosus thinks that the word tar is much more expansive than tar itself. It means tar the dummy lay. And then when you say the assay, the assay applies even to things that are not kein tar. So Tosus is following, I think, somewhat following a shita over here. <coughs> and then the rush is bringing down the first opinion he brought yesterday, which is that the tar will apply to everything. I mean, the tar means literally tar, and not kein tar. Okay, so now the Gemara says, Bitar in, Bimidach, we know. Sounds like you only violate the lav, let's go quick to Tosvus, violate the lav if you have used a razor. But what's that something else? No, Bahaktani, Bimidai in the Rabbits, it's called Hama Abiri. We just had this yesterday when we went from the Brysa. How do you know we can include, right, all things that are ma'avir, anything that removes hair, right? And we had a reboy from Kadosh, okay, Kadolia, Kadosh Rosho, or <coughs> from the uh, Asay that we find by Nazir. So Mar says, Hello. So the Mar's answer is, Ema Ke'in when we say tar over here, we don't literally mean a tar, but anything similar to a tar. <coughs> we have a similar brisa by Nazir, Shitalash, Meirat, and Sifsef Koshu. Right, Nazir pulled, plucked out of hair, he uh, <coughs> removed his hair, or he chopped off, he cut his hair. Ain't a silt there, Elvarovro show. He only is silt there when he cuts out the robe of his rosh. Uvid tar. And with a razor, So the way the Tanakama learns is that <coughs> even though the Tanakama here seems to indicate we have a brisa that does what here? That's the question. What the brisa supports over here depends what you think. 
the, it depends what you think it said above, right? It depends what you think the previous statement of Rav Chista said. <coughs> so that if you look at Tanya Nami Hochi, the Tosa says the only proof from this Brisa is that what? That your lokev is soter bero brosho. So Tosa says the proof of this Brisa has nothing to do with the tar aspect of it. The Tanya Nami Hochi is that the, you only need ro rosh to be soter in zirut. And that's what the Brisa says. The Brisa says, That's the purpose of bringing the Brisa, to prove that, that aspect of Rav Kista. <laughs> Right. All right. So we'll get to Rabbi Shimon's opinion in a second, but I think the proof for the price is from the Tanakama, which is that it's soter rov rosho. That's according to Tosfos, who thinks that tar doesn't literally mean tar, but means kein tar. Whereas <coughs> the uh, and then if you look next on the Nazir, she tells us from Meir Rishiv Shev Koshu Chayv Lo Kevin Soter Rov Rosho Ube Tar Tar means Kain Tar. You have to explain Tar here to mean Kain Tar. So that can't be. That's not the proof. The proof is Tanya Nami Hoch is not showing that Tar really means Kain Tar, right? But rather it means coming to prove to you that it's Rov Rosho, and you're going to have to explain the word Tar here to mean Kain Tar, like a razor. That's the way uh, Tosu sums it over here. But now if you look in the Meforish. Tanya Nami Hoki, according to the Farish, is Kedamar of Chisto Batar Dafka. So when the Gemara came here to show that the Gemara gave an alternative, we said that Rav Chista has a position that it's tar. It has to be a razor. The Gemara challenged that and says, well, we have all these, we have these Tanoim before that we're learning that it's not simply tar, but Chol HaMa'avirin, anything that removes hair. So the Gemara answered up, no problem. Don't say tar, say Ke'en tar. Then we have Tanya Nami Hoki comes to support the position of Rav Chista and say, you don't have to say Ke'en tar. It can mean literally tar. And you're limited to razor. That's it. That's the only thing you're going to be chayyab for. And that's what the only with the razor. And then there's, the Mepharish brings the other opinion, which is what Tosas brings, is that it really means tar here. So what this Brisa proves depends on how you view the first case. But Tosas, the Brisa proving that it's Dafka Tar is, is, is not valuable because Tosas believes that Tar means tar. And that's what the Gemara answers up. That's the position of Rav Chista. So therefore, then the Brisa comes. The only thing it proves is that it's Rov Rochel. That's what the Brisa is. Has Tosos learned the question of the Gemara? If Tosos learns Rav Chista as saying Kaintar to begin with, then what's the Gemara saying? Is it like Kaintar? So I think that's what he's saying that it's. So he says that we thought by Rav Chista that the first Malchus was only by Tar, Davka. Right, he learned that the rest of the Brisa of Rav Chista was not was Kaintar, or something that even it wasn't Kaintar. But he says then the Brisa then the Brisa comes the Gemara comes along and says when we say Tar in the first place it means Kaintar. That's all he says. Right, he says that the word Tar means not just Tar but Kaintar in the first case of Malchus. The others don't even require Kaintar according to Tosfos. According to the Rosh, Tar applies to everything, and therefore when the Gemara came Kaintar, that was one solution. That oh, how does Rav Chista not argue with the Tana? If Tanoim that say Tar is not Dabko, so they say, no, we have another price that supports Rav Chista's position that it is Tar Dabko. It doesn't have to be Kain Tar. So how you learn the first part of Rav Chista will determine whether you think the price is supporting over here in Rav Chista. <coughs> okay, Rabbi Shimon ben Yehuda Omer, so this is the other opinion. Rabbi Shimon this is an interesting opinion, which makes some sense. It's Kishem, she stays there with Ma'akvod, but at the end, if you leave two hairs over, that's enough to not be qualified as cutting your hair for your Taras and Nazir. So therefore, if two hairs are significant, they should be significant in every place. 
It should be significant in that when you cut your hair, it's not considered cutting your hair. And it should be significant that when you do cut two hairs, that is considered cutting your hair. That's the opinion of Rabbi Shimon. Alright, <coughs> it's not awesome. We have a Mishnah in Nigoyim. Shlosha migalchin v'tiglachatan mitzvah. Three types of people have to cut their hair, are required to cut their hair, and cutting their hair is a mitzvah. Nazir, which we're obviously in Masech Nazir right now. Umitzora and Levi'im. Right, all three of them require the cutting of the hair. The Kulan. Right, right in the midbar. Kulan shegil chus lo betar. Right, any of them that did not do it with a razor. Oh, shishayru shtei sarot lo asu belokum. Any of them who cut with a did not cut with a razor or left over two hairs, they didn't do anything. So now Amamar. <coughs> so the Gemara is going to discuss or dissect the mission over here. So the term Amamar, again, I'll just point this out. It happened over uh, by Cholamod Pesach. We also had on Daflam and Aleph. The Gemara quoted our Mishnah, and it says Amamar. Now Amamar throughout Shas is used as a quote for Amoraim. When the Amoraim are discussing some sort of topic, and then they want to delve into it more, like they say Rav Chista's statement above, then they go Amamar, and then they'll go and dissect what Amar said over there. Some proof that they brought in the middle of a section of the Gemara, and then they'll say Amamar. But Amamar over here is quoting the Mishnah that we just quoted from the Ga'im. So you don't use the term Amamar when it regards to a Mishnah. Then in Da'af, Lamed, Aleph, <coughs> the Gemara did the same thing. It said Amamar with regards to our Mishnah. Uh, I'm sorry, Lamed Beis. Lamed Aleph, there it said Amamar. So over there, the Mepari says something very strange. And the Mepari says, Masnisani, it's really a Mishnah. So why are they saying Amamar? Right? Because Abal, Yashon Rishalmi Kahu. That's the way the Yashalmi reads. Now, Yushalmi uses the term Amamar even when it's talking about a Mishnah. So, the Mepari seems to be indicating some sort of, right, that this Nazir has more similar similarity to a Yushalmi than it does to a Babu, also, and therefore it's using this term. So if you look at the Amamar over here, that's what the base, the Hagos, Rönschenberg, also refers you back to that Rashi, that Mephori, Shabdaf, Lama, Beis, and Aleph. Why does the Gemara use the term Amamar here? Is because it's, <coughs> it's this, quote-unquote, Lashon Yushalmi. Alright, so Amamar. Shloshim Galchin Bitekadachan Mitzvah. So now we're going to dissect this Mishnah. There are three that are required to get giluach, and their giluach is a mitzvah. Pshito, <laughs> of course, right? Right? What Ma'adatema? What would you have thought? I mean, that they all explicitly say that you have to cut their hair. There's a requirement of giluach at the end. What's the habamina that there isn't a mitzvah to cut their hair? So when it says mishum eburei sarhu, right? So we're coming to. We thought that the din. They're saying maybe we thought the din is to remove one's hair. But feel nasha. Even if he uses some sort of chemical to remove his hair, that would be sufficient. Kamash Milan Delo. Right? Kamash Milan that that's not sufficient. You can't just remove your hair. You must gilua. You must cut your hair. Right, so now it says, Bukitani, Bukulanshikuchlobatar. Now all of them that you do without a razor, right, that is no good. So not only do you have a requirement of cutting the hair, the cutting is required to be done with a razor. So we know that we have the term tar is mentioned by Nazir, so that makes sense. <coughs> But the beam explicitly says that they had to shave with the razor over their whole body. How do you know that a mitzora requires a razor? So what are you going to say? Let's learn it out from the levim. 
just like the Vim required their head, their body to be shaved, and the only way you can shave it is with a razor. I'll include the Mitzvah has a requirement of Tiklachat. We don't know the word Tar, but we'll say there's a that there's a Binyanav. Anywhere you have Tiklachat, you require Tar from the Vim. Or it says, No, there's a Chumra by the Vim that you can't learn out from the Vim. What's that? Right, this is an unusual circumstance that the Vim require, not only they have to require that Tiglachas, but they require to physically be lifted up. They have to have a wave offering with the Levi himself, not just with the Korban that he brings, but with the Levi himself. <coughs> you don't have any Tznufa of the Mitzorah himself. So that's a chumra by Levim. So maybe the requirement of tar comes from the fact that Levi is more chumra and it won't apply by Mitzorah. So let's learn it out from Nazir. Nazir What Nazir has a special requirement that what? The told that Nazir requires chalot to come lechem to come along with it. Tomar Mitzorah Mitzorah only brings karbanot. He doesn't bring any lechem with his karbanot. So we can't learn it out from either one individually. Take them in Tarvainum. Let us learn it out from both of them together, which is that together they'll establish a Binyanav. Mao Tete. So that's what is it going to be? Where are we going to bring from? Tete Levim. So you want to bring it from the Levim, learn it out from the Levim. Mao Levim, Shkentunim, Tnufa, Begufan. There's a Chumra by Levim. That what they require, Tnufa of their body, of the Gufa of the Levim himself. Nazi Yochiyach. Nazi will prove it there. Nazi doesn't require any Tnufa of the Nazir himself. And yet still he requires a razor. Mao Nazir, Shkent, Karbanot, Tun, Lechem. So you're going to say, oh, we can't learn out of Nazir because Nazir requires Lechem, requires the. <coughs> to be brought along with his toda, he requires lechem to be brought. Levim yochicho, levim opukazedim have to bring lechem with their carbonot, and nevertheless they require tar because they didn't. Loraizek, 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 loraizek. Meaning that neither of them is similar. Each one has a chumra, but each chumra is different than the other one. So the common ground, the common denominator between the two is shentin tuklakas v'tuklakan b'tar that they both require. <coughs> shaving and they require shaving with a tar. So that'll be the binyanav, and that binyanav will say that when you come to Mitzorah and you have to shave by Mitzorah, that you also require a razor. Afani, I'll bring it from Mitzorah. The return requires shaving, will require shaving through a razor. We have a, a similar situation, but the rule there was that if the chumros were different, they don't cancel each other out. Right, so the Gemara sometimes says that, the Gemara sometimes when it says that Tzadah Shavashaban says that Sheyesh Behen Tzad Chumra, that they're both equal because they all have a Tzad Chumra by them. Right, which is an apparent in the photograph. But here, Mitzvah does have a Chumra, Tzad Chumra to it. So it's not necessarily that, you know, in those cases, I think in Mach's other cases, is that those two have a Tzad Chumra that the third one does not have any Tzad Chumra above the other two. In this case, Mitzvah does have a Tzad Chumra, so I don't know if you can apply it over here. What they're trying to do is they take these two, these two Chumras, or these two extra aspects, and they're saying since they're different, we ignore them. Another way to put that is the Havali means to say by Levi that why is the great part tire? Because Levi requires Tufa. Right? As we say, no, it can't be it can't be that the requirement of tire is connected is connected just to the requirement of Tufa, because we have Nazir, if there is no Tufa requirement, 
in the Gemara Marcus says that what you're suggesting now because they said that they're Tzad HaShem HaShem that they have a Tzad Chumra that the Tzad HaChumra means that even though the Chumras aren't equal but just because they have a Chumra that's enough to say that we shouldn't learn from them right versus the other one but that's only in the case where the third item that you're trying to learn to does not have a Chumra itself doesn't have something that raises it above the other two that has a Chumra but here Mitzorah has a Chumra above Nazir and above <coughs> and above uh, Levi, so therefore you can't say Tzad Chumrah because Mitzor also has a Tzad Chumrah to it. Case in Makos, in those other cases, whereas the other two items in Shalomar have a Tzad Chumrah, and the third item has no Chumrah, is always a Kula to those two items. It never has something that's about those two. What you're trying to say is that the Lord Izek or Izek tells us that the reason for the reason for Tiglachas Betar has nothing to do with these extra aspects. Right, exactly. Because Mitzor also has an extra aspect. So you can't say that that's unique to those two places and those extra aspects are not driving the tower here. Right. Whereas if Mitzor had no Chumrah above these two, then you could argue that. You could argue that both Levi and Nazir have a Chumrah and you need, a, some, sort, you need some form of Chumrah in order to drive tar. So that's what, that's what the Gemara Makos is after. And I think that's what's different here that Mitzor does have a Tzad Chumrah to it, which we'll see in a second. <coughs> because if you remember yesterday, the Gemara tried to go the other way, which is try to learn Nazir from Mitzor. Which is going to present a problem for the Gemara now. All right. Amalei Rabba mi Barnish the Rashi. Vilifroch ma Hatzadashavashibahen Shikain Ein Karbano Bidalut. Wait a minute. Maybe. Right. There's a Tzad Chumra then. That's what that is. There's something that's applicable by Nazir and Mitzorah, which is that they are not Karbanot Olaviyarate. That they have one korban for everybody. Whereas Tavar, Mitzorah, Shekarbano, Bedalut. That a Mitzorah, maybe the Mitzorah should not have required retire because Mitzorah has a kula that is not apparent to the other two. The other two have a chumrah that they have, they have uh, what do you call stationary karbanot. They have karbanot that don't kavua, that don't move. Whereas you have a karban Mitzorah that's dictated by your economic status. And therefore, Mitzorah might have a kula that will not require tar. So this is somewhat equivalent to what you were just it's asking. Exactly. Right? It's saying that they have a similar chumrah, which right. means that they strengthen each other and set them aside. Right. Here it's a common chumrah. There are other places in the Gemara where the Gemara says even when the chumrahs are different, that that, that that's not chumrah is enough to right to wipe it out. But here, here it's a common chumrah, which is a common theme that will wipe it out. All right. Amalei Rabbah Mishra Shisha Rabbah. Hi Tana. So Rabbah wants to go. It's very interesting because the Gemara here. There are two different Tanoim, so it's very interesting that the Gemara wants to do this, but Robert is asking, we had a Limud yesterday. So at the end of yesterday's Da'af, on the end of Lama Temer Beis, the Gemara says by Rebbe, he says, So the Gemara says, right? Don't learn out from Mitzora to Nozir that you need a Tar. Why? Because Mitzora has a Tzad Chumrah that you can't learn from. But the underlying assumption that Gemara was that, that Mitzora requires tar, a razor. 
And the Gemara wanted to possibly learn out Nazir from the Torah. Then we come over here to this Gemara. The Gemara says that the Torah has no din of tar, has no din of razor. Only Nazir and Levi have a din of tar, and you want to learn the Torah out from them. So make up your mind. Does the Torah have tar, and therefore you're trying to learn Nazir out from it? Or does Nazir have tar, and you're trying to learn the Torah from it? So that's Rav's question over here. So he says, Haitanami Korah, Amr Lam Dumi Mitzorah. Before the Gemara suggested learning out from Mitzorah, Nazir from Mitzorah. You have sure she done in kal mi chamor, right? You don't learn out a kal from the chamor. So again, this is why I said to you before, I don't think this pirchel works by mitzvah. Mitzvah does have a tzad chumra, which is above the, which overrides the chumra of the nazir and the uh, <coughs> offset, right? The the chumra over there, all right? Because the mitzvah has a requirement to glakas kovsero. Yes, the shiv always by. All right, now. <coughs> so there he says, "Kal Dani Kal B'Chomer, the Hachmir Love, right? B'Hada Amar." And now you're over here. You're trying to suggest Nelef Medina, right? Learn out from a Kal B'Chomer, right? The, or some Din, right? That Medina Nami Yolif, Nami Lo Yolif, right? And then the Gemara says, "Oh, we can't learn it out from the Tzadik Shavish event." So it doesn't make any sense. Meaning that is Mitzvah the one that has tar, and you're trying to learn from it? And then now you have Mitzvah that's trying to learn out from those, and you can't learn it either way. So now you're stuck because you don't. First of all, the part doesn't make sense, because why would you try to learn Nazir from the Torah if the Torah really learns it out from Nazir? So what's going on over here? <coughs> so that Gemara says, Amalei, how old are you How old are you Well, that is... That where, are we saying, where are we saying that you can't learn out from a din? Right here. We just tried to say by Dalus, by Torah of Mitzorah, Shekabinobidalut. <coughs> we just rejected the limit of Mitzorah from... <clears throat> from Nazir and uh, Levi because they have a common Chumrah which is that they both have a carbon Kavua whereas Mitzorah has Olaviorit it seems to be that he's saying you can't learn that <clears throat> something from a Din Din is a Kabbal Chumrah right Right. So you hear, I mean, the basic question, I, I think technically, you can't use the thing with din. Not because there's this extra I, 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 By the way, I, I don't even think, that the, the real relevant question of the Gemara is that before you tried to learn Nazir from Mitzorah, and now you're trying to learn Mitzorah from Nazir, okay. which one has tar in it? I think that's the, the basic problem. The Gemara's answer, you'll see, is exactly that. Where do we know tar by Mitzorah? So <clears throat> over here, our side of the Gemara is pretty easy. This Gemara that we learned today is pretty straightforward, which is that tar is mentioned by Nazir, tar is mentioned by Levi, and now we want to learn to Mitzorah where there is no tar mentioned. That's a pretty straightforward limud because it's pretty obvious why you need tar by Mitzorah and why you want to learn it from Nazir and Mitzorah. How you get tar to be by <coughs> Nazir, we've seen before, like from Rebbe and others, that tar can be applied to. But <coughs> why before did you try to learn Mitzorah and the Nazir out of Mitzorah? That implies that Mitzorah already knows about tar. Where do you know that Mitzorah has tar? And that's what the Gemara wants to know. So Gemara says, Ha Rabbanan, Ha Rabbi Eliezer. What's Rabbanan, Rabbi Eliezer? That's not. We have a Mishnah. Excuse me. Ve'eno. Alright. Ve'eno chayav, Ashi Kletenu Betar. You're not chayav until, what? You cut it off with the tar. Here it's talking about Hakafas Roshel. Right? Or, I'm sorry, a pot you know. And then you're not allowed to shave your beard. Right? You're not allowed to shave your beard with a razor. Okay, you can't shave your beard with a razor. So, Eno Kayav, Achi Kilteno Benar. Tar. I'm sorry, the, the, the Tanakama believes that shaving with a razor is the only thing that is restricted when it comes to shaving one's beard. Even if you use some sort of tweezer or the way that it's unbelievable, the rush says that the malachite is a plane that you use, yeah, a plane, exactly, to, that you use to smooth out boards. 
which I, I don't know. I mean, that that type of plane. If you shaved your face with that, that'd be a pretty nasty shape. But I think that's that's what the uh, that's what the rush suggests over here. That it's a plane being used. To <laughs> that's right. So that's it. Okay, Jimmy. are two different ways of moving here, but they are not razors. Okay, they are equivalent. They accomplish the same thing as a razor. What does a razor do? It's okay, mi karo. A razor cuts to the point where it cuts at the root level. That's what's unique to razor. Razor is hashkotah, that it cuts at the root level. So now, the Tadakama believes you can only use a razor, alright, to cut your face to be violate that isur. Whereas the Mbilezer believes you can even violate it by simulating what a tar does. What is simulating what a tar does? It means that you're okrami karo. So if you take a tweezer and you pluck all the hairs out, you've done the same thing that a razor was doing. So therefore you are chaya. The same thing with this plane. However this plane works in cutting the hair. It accomplishes the same thing as a razor. My time, my What's the reason of the rabbanu? The tanya zikno. It says by mitzora zikno. Why do you need the term zikno by a mitzora? Mitzora zikno. Thank you. It already says right that you have to shave or you have to cut kol his whole body. So why do you have to come after he says already to, to shave his whole body to go ahead and then shave his beard? I mean, that's obvious. If you're shaving his whole body, his beard is included. Because we have a restriction, it says by... Sorry. It says that the Kohanim should not cut the corners of their beards. You would think that even by Mitzorah, since there's a restriction against cutting one's beard, that when it says by Mitzorah that you cut all his hair, you cut all his hair except for his beard. Right, so then the Torah tells you by Mitzorah, not only are you going to cut his whole but even his beard, meaning that you're going to override the restriction of and how do you know that this is done with a razor? It says by the Kwanim that you're not allowed to cut the corners of their beard. I would thought that what? Even if you cut it with a scissor, not simply with a razor, right? By Israel. Here it's not by a Kohen. By Yisrael, it says that you're not allowed to cut or destroy the corners of your beard. So now we have two terms. We have a term of giluach, and we have a term of hashchata, of destruction. What's the limit here? What is a cutting that destroys? What's cutting that destroys? Have you zetar? By tar, razor is the only thing that qualifies to do both cutting and destruction at the same time. So meaning scissors fail because not because they're not gilua, they are a good gilua, but they're not hashkata because they do not cut at the at the roots. That's the definition of a scissor. The definition of a scissor, a difference between a scissor and a tar, is how they cut. Right? It seems tar means tar or anything. It's like tar as opposed to scissors. <coughs> uh, right, as opposed to that is correct. But it might not be Mahitni and Balake, Walmart, so. So maybe a different requirement over there, because there the requirement is both Kiluak and Hashkata, which may not have application by other places. It, I agree with you, it does sound more like tar and just tar. 
Alright, so now, what's the difference between a razor and a scissor, which has major nafkamino today, first shavers? What's the difference between a scissor and a razor? How does a razor work? Again, a razor works by cutting, has a single blade, right? It works by the sharpness of the blade running against what's the friction. You can't cut without a counter force. I mean, cutting doesn't happen unless there's counter pressure to your cutting. What's the counter pressure to the razor? Is your skin, right? So the razor cuts by running against the counter pressure of your skin, and therefore it does giluach, it does cutting, and number two, it does hashchot because it cuts at the root level. Why is it cutting at the root level? Because what is the counter pressure? The counter pressure is the skin, which allows it to cut right at the root level. A scissor, <coughs> by definition, how does a scissor work? A scissor is two blades, right? So what's the counter? What's the counter blade, or what's the counter to the blade? Is the other blade of the scissor. That's why if you turn the scissor over and you cut, it doesn't cut, right? Because you're moving the, you need the blade to be stationary. The counter, the counter blade has to be stationary, and the moving blade has to move against that counter pressure. So if you turn it over, a lot of times it doesn't work. But that's why, so a scissor works by, so a scissor is cutting. There's no question it's giluach. But is it hashkato? And the answer is not hashkato, because why? How does it cut? It cuts by using the counter pressure of another blade. If it uses the counter pressure of another blade, by definition, it's not cutting at the root level because you have to leave the distance of the other blade or the counter pressure to cut. Right? So that's the argument in today's shavers. <clears throat> why today's shavers are problematic because they cut against the screen. Right? The, the blades, the razors that are in there, the spinning razors that are inside, don't cut against your skin, but they cut against the screen that's above them. They use the screen as the equivalent of a other blade. So they, the difference between a razor and cutting with a shaver is that you have a counter counter force, and what's that counter or, or, or counter <coughs> counter to the razor is that the screen itself on the top of the razor is that thickness of whatever that screen is is going to determine how close your shave is. That's why their, their shavers will come where you can move the screens up and down. It will change the closeness of the shave because <coughs> why should it matter? If the razors are cutting against your skin, why should it matter about the screens? It matters because the distance the screens are from the blade will determine how long the hair is that's left there. Which is why I think another says that if you if you put a piece of toilet paper lightly against the screen, it still cuts the toilet paper. It's made to the fact that the that the blades um, eclipse the level of the screen, and, don't, and therefore don't use the screen as the counter pressure. Uh huh. I'm not mistaken. But it's not using the screen. I think it was enough. Well, then it's not using the screen if it cuts yeah, the paper. It's not using the screen. Yeah. Screen. If you put your hand, I mean, the, the way to test it, the only test was to write a piece, write with pen, on your palm of your hand, and then if you shave the palm of your hand. If it's really cutting against your skin, the friction would wipe away what you wrote on your hand. Right? I mean, if you were pencil, it would rub against that, and then it would wipe it away. If it's cutting against the screen, when you put the shaver against your hand, it wouldn't affect it, because it's not rubbing. There's no friction against the point where you wrote on it. So that was a way to always test whether the friction was against your hand or against the screen. <coughs> All right, that's a sidebar. Sorry. The, uh, uh, that was just a little side for halacha uh, today. Halacha, modern halacha. But all right, in our Gemara, <coughs> the way the Rabbana learned it out is what tire and giluach. There's a requirement of giluach and ashkata. That means in order to shave or to to be, violate the restriction against cutting one's face or cutting uh, the beard, right? You have to have use a tire, a razor. So now, when we go back to, <coughs> when we go back to. Mitzora, so just think of this, Mark's going to do this in a second, I'm just saying, but when you go back to Mitzora, now why does Mitzora have to exclude the Kano? So what have been the Havamina? The Havamina would have been that by Mitzora, it says, cut your whole body. Right? So what would it have included in that? Your beard. 
And now you would say, oh, I can't cut my beard, because why? What am I not allowed to cut my beard with? <coughs> a razor. That implies, by Mitzorah, how are you cutting your body? With a razor. So that's what they proof is, that by Mitzorah, there's a requirement of razor. How do I know there's a requirement of razor by Mitzorah? Because I need a sick no to come to teach me, despite the fact that there's a restriction against cutting with a razor your face. Nevertheless, by Mitzorah, you still cut it. So the only reason you say is you know, and you can simply say, well, of course you've got your head, just don't use a razor. Right, cut with scissors. And you have to say, you know, it has to be done with a razor, and therefore you, right. you don't have any other Very good. So that's the proof that by Mitzorah, there's a kind of tar. So that is, the Rabbanon would be the principles of the other opinion that we saw before we wanted to learn Nazir from Mitzorah. Because they believe by Mitzorah there's a requirement of tar. And since there's a requirement of tar by Mitzorah that we learn out from the extra words, Kano. So therefore, you wanted to learn Nazir from that tar. Right, so that's the, the basic premise of this position. Now the Gemara, we'll talk, we'll just go through the Gemara. Mimai. Gemara says, <coughs> how do you know this is true? Dilma, the Olam HaFilulikto, Belakete, Rehidne, Nami, Mitzvah, So maybe by Mitzorah, no, you don't have a requirement of tar, of shaving with a razor. But what? You can even do it with a tweezer or a plane, right? And that would be okay. Bahaka Atelishmi'ina. That the Torah is giving you options by the Torah. By the Torah, you can use a malachi, you can use a rehiti, or you can use a tar. The only way you know you can use a tar is if the Torah permits you to do it, otherwise you're violating So the Gemara not saying that they require, there is a requirement of tar, but rather, it's an option to use tar. <coughs> so Amre, so the Gemara says, If you think that when you use a tweezer and a plane, it's also good, why does the person have to say anything at all? And I would have said, this Kamachomer, I'm going to be honest with you now, is a very difficult Kamachomer. There are two ways to learn it. The first is one way to learn it. Tosu says a different way to learn the, the, the Kamachomer. In the end, Tosu says that this Kamachomer is not, is just really a, uh, is not really a, uh, it's not a good compliment. The Gemara's real proof is from the next piece of the Gemara. A real statement is from Rish Lakish coming up. The Gemara went through this stage anyway. Right? So I just pointed out to you because it's not so easy to explain. So the Gemara says, I would, <coughs> if the Pesach said nothing, <coughs> I would say, my Gabonizir, the Isura Ka'avid, by Nazir, where he does an Isur, what Isur is a Nazir doing? So that's the subject of the Machlokas and the Farsh and Tosas. Right in the Farsh, the Isur is that he's cutting the hair during his Nazirut. When you cut your hair in the middle of your Nizirut, what, how do you violate your Nizirut by cutting in the middle of your Nizirut? According to the Mepharis, you have to cut with a tar, with a razor. Right? This is the way the Mepharis learned the Gemara earlier. Tosvos, who says that even when you can't cut with a tar, you still violate, can't say that that's the problem here. So what does Tosvos say, or the rest say the problem here? What's the East Shore by Nazir? That, <coughs> that you took a Nether Nizirut, right, that now restricts you. Right? That you did something, he did something that, uh, I'm just trying to look for it inside, that if he was Nazir Tahor, even Nazir Tahor is considered a chotet, right? That's like a Lazar Kapar, that he's here at the moment Ayayin. So even though <coughs> you took a net in his root, at the end of your root, what are you going to do? You're going to cut all your hair off. So despite the fact that you reached this point by doing an Isur, a quote-unquote Isur, it's not a real violation, but what? That Nazirut in itself is a subpar uh, <coughs> concept that we want, because there is a hate involved in it. So either way, and nevertheless, what? He is Chayev, meaning that if he did it with a 
razor, his chayav, hocha, the mitzvah, over here by Mitzorah, where he does a mitzvah, right, koshkein, that no koshkein, that he can use a razor. So you have Mitzorah, which is something either because you're doing a sin, right, which is the way the Mepharish learns over here, you're still chayav, when you use a malakit and a rehitni, right, because <clears throat> before we said that you're then kosher came by a mitzora <clears throat> that anything that you can use to cut with and even a razor should be okay because just by nazir nazir just like by nazir when you violate the nizirut razor works and other types of cutting utensils work so too by mitzora razor and other cutting instruments will all be in the same category so that's the way the mafarish learns the way tosis learns it is even though by your taras and nazir we allow you to use a nazir, we allow you to cut your hair entirely, right? That you can use even a tar at the end of your nazir. So to buy mitzvah, right? Where you're doing a mitzvah, there it's, there's no, there's, you didn't do anything wrong to become a mitzvah. You are a mitzvah, it's a state of being. And now you want to even tire yourself of being a mitzvah. Certainly over there, you can use a tar. You should be able to use a razor. Vitu. <clears throat> Even more, if you think you can accomplish the mitzvah of shaving by a mitzora, because it doesn't say tar, then learn like Reish Lakish. What's the principle of Reish Lakish? The principle of Reish Lakish appears in Yuvamos. If you have the ability when you have an assay and a lot assay to accomplish both of them, then we will. So what do you have over here? You have a restriction against Ba'at Sukana Mo'yigalechu. That is, you're not allowed to shave your beard with a razor. Number two is, you have a requirement to shave your entire body by a mitzora. If you can accomplish that by using a tweezer or a rehizi or a plane, and you would not violate the restriction of a katsukana we're going to demand that you do that. Because then you can accomplish both. You both accomplish the kolbisaro by mitzora to remove all his hair, and you won't violate So the fact, the fact that what? The fact that you, you, you need a puzzle to teach you that you can violate, yeah. right, must be Dr. Tar and not it's any other person. Yeah, that's close to it. This is much stronger. Yeah, it's a much stronger question, and that, it also says it. I, I, don't, I don't have a good way to explain it. The, the previous Gemara is. Right. Right. Saved it for the final punch. The giving the shots even has a stronger. Alright, now it's it. So, alright, we'll stop here because this is the Shita of the Rabbonan. We have to go back now to what's the Shita of Rabbi Lezer. But at least according to the Rabbonan, we can understand why there's a requirement of Tar by Mitsoro. We learned that out by Pachat Malaychu, and that's why the previous Gemara, yesterday's Dap, the bottom of the Dap, that's why the Gemara suggested learning Nazir from Mitsoro because we knew that Mitsoro had a Tar. I'll just point out here again, Tosis over here mentions that Rishwakish's statement is it's somewhat chaser. It should have been written more extensively over here. It says, Kabi Melodiktiv Tar, and it should have been <coughs> He says the Tosis writes an interesting lashon here. Alashas Khatara Lishna the Nazir. The Gemara is a shorthand lashon in Nazir. Lishna Kalila. It's a light lashon. Viragyo Bikamo Kamosla Khatser Lishano. And in many places in Nazir, the Lashon is abbreviated. Again, similar to what we learned and started with the, the Dapa today about the Amar Mar, that it's Lashon Yushami, that you have a much more abbreviated, punctuated uh, type of Lashon here, and not an easier flowing transition words type of Lashon, which, any, you know, from our learning Nazir, I think it's obvious to everybody, but it's nice to see the Rishonim also pointing this out. All right, we'll stop here.